0: Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are, ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Welcome, everybody.
1: Happy, what day are we at? Is it October yet? Someday. Wow. We finally have made it to someday. (laughs) (laughs) This was the day that all that cool shit around the world was supposed to be happening. It happens on Sunday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, welcome. I think it's Wednesday. I'm going to go with Wednesday. Uh, Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome excited to have you here guy and i were uh, just talking offline and uh we're both going through some some interesting experiences today uh and over the last few days and so we thought that we'd actually come out here and just share with you what what's been opening up how we're operating how we're noticing that we're operating differently Um, and i think for those of you guys that have listened to the podcast for quite some time I think by now you kind of get that, really. At best, you know, what we can do is we can kind of like give you a map and share with you what we're noticing in our lives, uh, in the lives of our clients, with our coaches, things that we can point to so that at some level, whether you do any work or not, in the listening, your system can start to, let's say, reconfigure itself uh, and live from these places. So uh, we're obviously going through some some interesting things, and uh, for both of us, fear, you know, that this aspect of us that becomes afraid has really, really been activated over the past uh, for me over the past few days, and and for Guy. So that's what I kind of wanted to bring through today, and to just share with you some of the practices. That, that we have that have really changed the landscape of how we live our lives. Um, because I think fear is something that I don't care what you're doing, decisions big and small, uh, pivots that you're looking to make in your life, et cetera. Uh, those are always generally met with this fear response from the body. And for most of us, I know for me personally, I used to be run by that. Um, and that used to, that part used to be the one that made every single decision in my life. And it wasn't until we started to do a lot of this work that I could start to separate myself from that part and really operate newly. Um, so now it's like about noticing it there versus being hijacked by it. Yeah. So that's what we're going to dive why
1: don't into. You, why don't you lead off? I, I, I don't know if mine is fear. Yeah, exactly. You'd be the leadoff off hitter. Um, anybody who's mm-hmm. not an American has no idea what you're talking about. But then mm-hmm. again, I don't, I don't know much about cricket. So I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, um, for me, it's less about fear, more like field testing myself. Field <laughs> testing? Or field, field testing. testing. You know, when LinkedIn Are are you just field testing yourself? Field testing myself. Okay. So, for those who are on the podcast, thank God you just missed what Elon did. But for everybody else, shut your eyes. (laughs) 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 What are our children about? This is a PG 13 program, except that we make it, except we were explicit on every single podcast (laughs) uh, because there's always someone dropping F bombs um but yeah i was gonna say field test myself uh so i'll talk about that but why don't you go ahead because i think yours is uh, hyper relatable and mine's maybe relatable we'll find out
0: yeah um so without getting into too too much details uh fanny and i are um you know after living here for quite some time living where living where Living in Florida, like for the last six weeks, have just basically, uh, on a whim, we're like, you know, it feels good to be here, et cetera. Maybe we just start looking at some places and we started looking at some real estate. Next thing you know, we found something that we liked. And now we're in this, like, you know, the conversation got a lot more serious. And while nothing has been penned or there is no final decision or anything like that, we are over the last week or so in a, Hyperbaric chamber of uh, needing to make a decision because where if we were going to make this move, it's all happening like really, really fast. And you know, for anyone that's ever made a life-altering decision, whether you're moving to a different state or a different country, or you're selling a home, buying a home, uh, starting a new
1: business, leaving a bit, whatever it might be, right? Even leaving a relationship or that. Um, well, say, say more, give a little bit more context, because it makes it sound like you guys were planning to move to Florida. So explain, explain oh. what, okay, I'll, I'll explain. E- Elon and his family decided to leave the the wintry cold of uh, New York. And while things are in shutdown, like many people across the world right now, there are these great migrations happening from uh, metropolitan areas. Uh, our parents live in Florida for the last few years, and Elon decided, or they chose to Take a trip down south, drive down the coast, and live in Florida for two years. A little backstory here: Uh, about a year ago, Elon did a trip to the northwest part of America to do this hiking trip, and upon returning home, he tells me, "You know, he was kind of thinking about." And I was always trying to coax him to move to California, and he finally. Coaxing, by the way, to move to California. I have a wife that refused
0: to move to California. That's the only reason.
1: Right. So we have we have a wife that refuses to move out West where life is amazing. And, uh, to the chagrin of my brother, he had been kind of like loosely looking for places to live. But upon returning from this amazing trip that they had truly an amazing trip, he tells me, he's like, you know, I came home and I have this kind of new appreciation for where I live. It's really beautiful. And with that, I think we're going to like remodel our kitchen. They live in a beautiful home, but the kitchen, um, you know, had, is, is fairly old, so they they remodeled it. And I told Elon that because he's like, I'm going to plant my flag here, I'm going to build this kitchen and all this stuff. And there's all these stories about this kitchen. But I said, the moment he built the kitchen, I'm like, those are famous last words. Anytime, anytime anybody tells me they're going to do something in absolution, I'm like. And I told Elon, I said, prediction: you move within a year. Literally said that to him, and they started building the kitchen. I think in March. So here they are are, two months in Florida and I get down to Florida, Manny and I uh, flew down there to, to be with them as well. And I get there and the day after we got there, he's like, yeah, we're gonna, we're just, we're not going to be home tomorrow. We're, we're going to go look at homes. I'm like for fun. He's like, he's like, no, no to purchase. You do remember that I I did make a uh, bold claim that you'd be moving within a year. And, so (laughs) you know, it's just the, obviously lifestyle, there's a lot of things we won't talk about uh, all the decisions that they have to go into making that move. But um, this was a a very unexpected turn of events and uh, not something they expected to feel so smooth and in alignment with them. But from like the moment they started looking at it, there was uh, a ton of momentum. Yeah. uh, pulling them in that direction. So that's kind of where they are now context. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. So I will tell you just flat out, like when I, fir-
0: it, this was one of the places that uh, Fanny was like, if we ever were to leave New York, like this is the only place that you would consider. And I was like, mm, no, don't like Florida, never lived in Florida, et cetera. And then again, like I said, we've been here for almost six weeks and you know, things just felt good and like kids were happy, et cetera. So anyway, Back to where we're at now, which is decision time or or for most people, I will say indecision time is probably the, the better way, right? Like you get trapped in this indecision and I, I'll just tell you flat out, like over the last few days, I've, I've had trouble sleeping, you know, I'll, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and the voices start and it's like trying to figure out all this stuff and whatever. And whereas before I would have looked at that situation and what would have come through would be, you know what, this isn't, this isn't right. Like if I have this much fear around it or this much uh, angst or whatever around it, then I'm just not going to do it. Right. It's not right for me. Yeah. Where I'm at now, and this is the the real important part that I want to share with you guys, is I've gotten very clear. There are hundreds of different parts of us. I'm just going to talk about two right now. There's a part inside of all of us that has guided you to the greatest things in your life, whether to your soulmate or to finding a certain career path or to moving to a certain place. These are things that you usually tell people stories that start something with, and then this person just showed up or this opportunity just showed up and everything inside of you felt, as one of our mentors used to say, like an absolute fuck yes, right? And then afterwards comes the chatter. Mm-hmm. What I've gotten really accustomed to is realizing that the thing that my heart wants intuitively is always going to freak the crap out of my brain. The
1: mm-hmm.
0: logical linear mind has not like wants nothing to do with your heart, which is pulling you towards greatest purpose, or love, or peace, or fulfillment, but none of these things make any sense to the mind because the mind just wants safety, survival. It doesn't give a shit if you're happy. It doesn't give a shit if you're healthy. It doesn't give a shit if you're fulfilled. It's like you're making a paycheck. Why would you throw away that paycheck to go and pursue something that we don't even know if it's going to work? But your heart's like, but I really want to do that. Like That really feels like what i should be doing in this world the mind's like fuck that what are you (laughs) gonna throw away all the stuff that we've built and built right and so you go into this ping pong world and it's funny because we were just even doing some research online and god you'll get a kick out of this but i you know i type in i'm like i just wanted to do some research about the builder and what do you find online like what about blah 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 reviews of blah 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 like it doesn't matter what you look for the thing that you're going to find is the worst possible about everything remember with sfm it was like yep why it's a scam and da, 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 and you're like uh so same, anyway
1: same with landmarks same with everything same with everything right so same i know that someone's got to be pissed off
0: yeah i know that and so i take everything with a grain of salt and then you're reading it and the mind is just starting to latch onto all this stuff. It's like, see, I told you, this is it. This is it. And one of the, the most amazing things, I think for Guy and I over the last three, four years is we've really started to separate. And this is what our two-day program is so brilliant and giving you an experience of, not just an understanding of, but you truly get to experience your life where you can witness your mind from a state of aligned awareness. So you're in here somewhere. You are not your thoughts. You are not your feelings. You're not even your body. You're this awareness. And from this awareness, you can actually watch the mind and the part that freaks out. Because where most people get stuck is you think that that's you doing the freaking out. So as I'm going through all this process, I just keep bringing myself back to that centered place. And I can now actually feel these little hooks coming in from all different directions. And it's funny because it like tries from here and then you don't respond. And it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to try from here. And it just starts going from here, from the back. And it's pulled from all these places. And I just keep finding my way back to my heart. And this stuff comes up and I'm watching it and I can listen to it. And, at the, and then I come back and I say, okay, is this something that I really want? Like, Is this a yes for me? And that's what I keep tuning into moment by moment by moment. I'm not trying to plan all the way to the end of this process. It's, it's been this step by step by step. And at every step, it's just breathe, slow down, find my ground, get centered, and then find that center again. And then from there, see how I feel. And my experience, if I can give it some sort of language, yours might be completely different. My experience is when this is activated, it almost feels like all this energy is just here and everything is really rapid fire. It's like really, really fast. And if you start to become even more aware, your heart quickens, your breath gets a little like it's its almost like you're in this run Maybe not a sprint, but you're running. And it's just, it's very ping-pongy, very fast. And my experience as I drop down is that it occurs almost like this hot, gentle wave, almost like water-like, but thicker, just starts melting down all the way to down to my feet and into the ground. And I find that even your, my hips, so like my legs will find the ground, but I even find that my hips almost naturally kind of drop a little and sink. And as that happens, everything starts to slow down. Just slow down. Time slows down. Breath slows down, speech slows down. You may even notice that the timbre of my voice changes. And then from this place, only from this place, I take the next action.
1: Mm.
0: Now, I don't do this perfectly all the time. And this has been my practice. This is my daily practice. And and I can tell you that if Elon was going through this exact circumstance four years ago, this would be a very, very different experience.
1: What would be making the decisions four years ago? The
0: the fear and the uh, worry of messing things up or the... Uh, fear of that unknown peace, all of that kind of stuff would be so debilitating. Mm. And Guy and I had this conversation a few days ago. I, I, th- I think we, well, I'll speak for myself, I have become so aware of this power that we have within and the support that is always here. Mm-hmm. Like, something always watching and protecting me that I've always known. And I think for most people that I talk to, it's like this feeling throughout your whole life that someone's been watching over you. Recently, though, the more we've leaned into it and, and almost like, you know, surrendered into it, the magic that has just started to unfold in front of us is just so miraculous that Part of me just keeps saying, you know what? Like, I didn't come here to choose this. Like, I there's no agenda, no intention. If you asked me before I left, it was like, fuck no, like absolutely not. And everything is just flowed this way, flowed that way. This, that, all. It almost feels like this thread is divinely pulling us in some direction, and I know that every time I have followed that thread and allowed myself to be pulled even while watching the mind Mm -hmm. freak the fuck out (laughs) because there's no hands on wheel. There's no, like we can, pop. it's just come, come this way. And you're like, okay, I'm going to come this way. Every time I have done that in my life, it has always led me to greater levels of abundance greater levels of growth and personal development, greater levels of peace and well-being, biggest lessons, uh, biggest life opportunities, all of these things. And and so I just keep honoring that. And I would just say this last piece, and then I'd love for Guy to share. There's also an impact that our systems have on everyone else. And if you're a parent, you you know this with your kids. If you're stressed at home, your kids are being impacted by your stress at home. Sure. Your spouse is being impacted by your stress at home. Even if you don't talk about it or you think like you're hiding the fact that you're stressed, that's, that's even worse because now there's this uncertainty. Everyone knows that you're freaking out and stressed, but they don't know why. And they're going to respond to that. I have found that through this, because I've been able to ground and stay in that place, that the people around me, like my kids who would normally be freaking out, my wife who's terrified of change would also be freaking out and we're all kind of going on this little ride and I honestly like I don't know where it's gonna end. I, I truly don't. it's not like nothing's penned nothing is fine nothing. it's just, But just enjoying the ride of, boom, you know, like I could say yes to that. Yeah, I could say yes to that. Like that could be a possibility. That Mm -hmm. could be a possibility. That could be a possibility. Um, It's just been very different this time around.
1: That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, My rides have been a little bit different because mine is, uh, I guess, maybe not actually, because it's uh, self uh not inflicted in this case because it's not a wound but it's um choosing into an experience i've i've spent the uh, the last year um learning about money to be honest like i i have a degree in finance and economics and i couldn't tell you the first thing about money school <laughs> school did not teach me much except for how to uh figure out how to um do like currency exchange rates as a mathematical equation which School maybe should have had a little bit of foresight that computers were going to do that and we didn't have to sit there and pencil math problems like this out, but they didn't. So that's what I learned. Um, So what I have discovered is school uh, obfuscates us from learning probably the most important things in life, which is like spirituality, health and nutrition and money. Something to ponder is why the educational system does not teach these things. Huh. Uh, and <laughs> let's, not to- any, let's not get into that conspiracy. Theory. Right. Well, and that's not conspiracy theory, but it's like, and then look at the institutions that make a lot of money, oh, and, yeah. and you'll immediately figure out, you know, what's what's what, right? So, oh, yeah. so the thing is, it's like not that that information is not available, but it's not given in a nine to five type of thing. So, if you want to, if you want to get good at this stuff, it's you know, it's up to each of us to go and educate ourselves on it uh, until those systems change because we change. So, you know, we're we're the ones saying, Yes, that's okay. Um, so I've spent the last year learning a lot about investments, this and that. But um, it's kinda like this. It's like uh I remember when I was single for like five or six year run and let and I obviously do a lot of personal spiritual, um, growth with ourselves. And then you think like, Oh, I've done all this work. I'm going to like crush the next relationship I get into. And then you get into that relationship and the relationship crushes you. You don't crush it. Um, because you find that all, all those same things start coming up and out of you. And you're like, fuck, I thought I handled this. And of course you didn't, it's just took, yeah, it just wasn't being activated because you weren't in a relationship. So, uh, kind of in the same vein with finances these days, like I, I started, um, wanting to put our money to work right there's there's Elon and i've kind of gone through this transition in the last few years from being entrepreneurs to business owners like we're really stepping more into our rb um, and at the same time it's like you know for every dollar i make like i want to know that a portion of that dollar is is going to work for me instead of me having to constantly work for it and so i've, I've been doing a lot of stuff with markets and cryptocurrencies. some of you guys i'm sure are doing as well I know, and for those of you guys who've taken larger positions, you know the um, the emotional roller coaster ride that putting money uh, into the markets can be if you let it be that way. And so, like years ago, uh, when crypto and all that was really hot, I was doing that as well and was terrible at it. I mean, I, I did made good money, don't get me wrong, but it was terrible at it in terms of being able to hold my stability. When the markets were down, I went for the ride. When the markets were up, I went for the ride. It was like an inability to hold center. And here we are a few years later and our practice now is all about alignment and keeping center and so there's a lot of exciting stuff happening in the financial world and uh, you know i've been taking like larger and larger positions on on specific um stocks i'm not going to be a stock picker here and give you guys financial advice because that's stupid but my point is that like it comes it comes with an experience and so like every Every day or every few days, as I kind of really manage uh, manage our wealth, manage our business wealth and stuff like that, it, it really tests you from the inside. So I I had woken up this morning with the intuition to take a uh, like the largest position I, I ever had taken on on uncertain on, on stocks, and I knew that that was gonna trigger the fuck out of my system. So I no shit uh, meditated for a long time this morning, did qigong, like everything to ground the system so that when you know the swings that happen in these marketplaces happen i would be uh, better prepared for it and it was and it's been it's been very very interesting because of course it still riles up the system like you know if you're watching 10 dollars dollars be wiped out of your account within a, a few minutes or something like that you're not going to be like this is fantastic i'm having a really good time but it's amazing to watch again, the same thing like this, this fear, right. uh, is coming from the experience, but it's the same fear we all experience in different ways when, when life doesn't serve up what we expect, you know, that, that, that blood coming out of you and that, 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 um, stomach, that feeling in the stomach where it's like folding over on itself and stuff like that. So it's been, it's been really interesting to apply spiritual dynamics and alignment practices, to trading. And it's been amazing because I've, I've never done this well in any marketplace or have been able to, to grow money the way that we're growing it right now. And it, it really all comes back to the same principles. It's like, we cannot operate cleanly and make good choices for ourselves when we're in a fearful state. And and my contention is, is that most of the world operates from a fear-based state. And so the things that we see that are disharmonious on the news or what people seem to be doing to one another or the political arena, really all stymies from people not feeling safe. And then, you know, doing what those people do to try to try to get people to feel, act and think as they do to create that safety. So it it is, it's a beautiful place. And I think even an understanding to be, and hopefully that's what you guys get from listening to these podcasts is that you're not going to find safety by manipulating your world. I'm not finding safety by creating wealth. In fact, as I create, as I create wealth, as I'm creating wealth, it's driving up all these fears. Some that I may know about, some that I may not know about. There's might be fears that only happen when you're, you know, earning millions of dollars or whatever it might be that I am not prepared for right now. But the thing is, is like when you have a way to sit with yourself, like what we're attempting to describe here in the processes uh, that we do, the practices that we cultivate, the things that we teach in our programs is this cultivation of your ability to hold more energy more money is just holding more energy that's all we're basically saying more wealth is holding more energy if your system can't hold that energy your system collapses exactly and and it goes in on on itself and then it's like a black hole and what you fall back to is the training that you've always had it's like you always fall back on your training so you'll go back to your childhood wounds and operate from there you'll go to your parental wounds and relational wounds, and you'll go to there and you'll go to your attachment styles and you'll operate from there and you'll do all those things. And it's fine if you do all those things, but if you don't do those things from a uh, place of awareness, then you're bound to repeat those mistakes versus actually using that moment as an opportunity to heal that part and bring presence and awareness to it, which actually naturally brings more safety and well-being to the system so that when you go operate or play in that space of finances or health or you know, making big moves in your life, like Elon's, uh, contemplating right now with his family. Um, you can do that and really check in with your system over and over again. Like, does this feel in alignment? Does this feel in alignment? Am I operating from fear? Am I operating from my alignment? And that's a, it's a profound thing. And like, I'm just watching this surge of energy, uh, happen all around me recently with, with everything, like stuff in our business, even how we're operating in our business. Um, like I said, with things that we're doing in investments right now, it's just, a, it's a really exciting time. Like I, I have, I have this nervousness and excitement in my body that, uh, I'm experiencing that's really profound the last few days. And, uh, it's like a new, my, my heart just feels like it's spinning with warmth and like deliciousness, but it's all, almost like falling in love for the first time. you are like, okay, I'm going to go for it, but I'm really fucking uh, like, you don't know. Um, and it has this, this quality to it that's hard to describe. And it's just been really profound to watch reality unfold as it does. And again, that's the last point I want to kind of point out here. It's like your reality, um, like Elon said, with his family, he shows up a certain way. They show up a certain way, yeah. your reality and the people in it who are part of that reality um, that reality, or even that support that Elon was talking about, which we can call God or angels or uh, ancients or part of your lineage, right, uh, or anything like that, whatever. However, that occurs to you, it's like it always meets you where you are, and not not like meets you where you are. You know, your thoughts are a product of the energy that you're carrying, or the frequency and vibration. Your emotions, which are really the language we give to the sensation in the body, are a product. Of the vibration and frequency that you're carrying in your body. If the vibration is fear, God meets you with fearful things. Or, or you know, the, the reality is unfolding with things to fear. Your family will start fearing things around you or fearing you, right? Stuff like that. So the most important thing, in my my personal opinion, is this cultivation of safety and well-being. And then the side effects of that is generally more love, more inclusivity, more compassion, more connection. And it, and and it's like, hopefully that you're hearing that as good news because in many, many ways you do have a say, you don't have a say in terms of how your system responds to things. That's an unconscious response. That's going to keep happening. And the unconscious response is there to reveal something to your consciousness. If you learn how to work with your consciousness, when unconscious responses are happening It's really important. Hopefully what I said there, I hope you get it. And if you didn't maybe rewind it and listen to that line again, but that bringing that consciousness allows you to heal or get the unconscious to work more in alignment with your conscious desires. And so the good news here is that if you want your reality to change, you don't have to go change your reality. What really gets to shift is the vibration and frequency that you're carrying within you. And so I'm telling you that every single human being is wildly adept, given a little bit of training and some cultivation of practices is wildly adept innate and naturally can view their own unconscious in a way that allows for it to heal. And then you'll find that you're exerting very little conscious energy in your life to make things work. Because the more alignment and safety that you cultivate in your system through this awareness, things just start working because it's a reflection of the safety that you feel within. Exactly. And then so the health and the nutrition and the finances and the relationships start being reflective of that. Now, I'm not telling you that the moment you get alignment, your wealth is going to fall out of the sky or every relationship is going to work or your health is going to improve. Although that happens often and lots of times for many, many people. What might, you might see at first is the the, uh, the everything dissolving. You might watch relationships dissolve. You might watch finances dissolve. You might watch some of your uh, like old pain in your body arise because that's the process that it needs to go through for reality to reconfigure itself in order for it to be now in alignment with that new energy maybe that money that was sitting there was created with all energy and as you shift your energy that physically can no longer be in your space and you have to get rid of that like we just went through a process like that here where it's like we didn't actually have to pay something off me and mandy like it was just sitting there with zero percent interest but my wife is like i got this hit that's old energy it needs to be complete i'm like cool take care of that like why does that need to be there like an energy leak because you don't know what the opportunity is. And we often, you know, we, we are so contrived in thinking that we can logic think through everything or linearly or in linearity, get through something or through our conditioning and programming, get to our results. You can't like whatever you, whatever you got going on in your life right now, that is what that vibration produces. That is what those thoughts from that vibration produce. That's what the emotions produce. There's no shift happening inside of that. So if you want something to really change, you get to do the inner work, and again, that's the good news. It doesn't require thought. It doesn't require you to understand what's happening. It doesn't require a lot of your conscious energy. What's really required is a cultivation of an awareness that innately we all have. And given someone just pointing it out to you, um, as we do in our events and in group training programs, this is, this is what we do. We cultivate the awareness so that all this stuff can naturally arise without a lot of mental exercise, really no mental, no mental exercise at all. You know, something that you were talking about just
0: now, uh, I got a hit to share, which is it feels like all these processes that Guy was talking about that arise, these are the same processes. These aren't new, by the way, right? The, the, the fear that you're experiencing about making decision or not decision, this is not new. It didn't happen. You woke up on Tuesday and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I can't make a decision. This is how you've been your entire life, right? The same fear things, et cetera. What I love in how you explained it, it almost feels like we put ourselves in a circumstance or we're pulled into a certain circumstance which helps bubble to the surface that thing that historically has relegated and controlled our lives that's and that's always going to happen always always, because what's happening internally is it arises and then there's this massive energy of resistance that you are now fighting
1: this part of you yeah i want to call that it's like that is the mechanism for evolution we we are here to evolve. We are here to transform. So that there's no place you will ever get in your life where the reverse pressure won't be there to show you from that vibrational place where the next opportunity is. But when our point of view is this is negative, this is bad, we lose the opportunity. We just get we get in the stuckness of the bad or the negativity instead of ooh, it's an opportunity for awareness to heal something. Yeah, and th- and that's the shift I think that we get to make in the century is like it's not negative or bad. It's asking for your awareness, and awareness is fluid and neutral and natural, and brings you to a place of more safety, uh, connection, compassion, and inclusivity. Again, we can look at all evolution of humankind. It's constantly getting more compassionate, and inclusive. So yeah. no matter where you are in your life, doesn't matter how good it's going to get, something is going to arise to bubble that stuff in the system so so what
0: i've noticed is right we've both been in this situation this this thing is coming up and versus the automated pattern the automated protective pattern which is like no 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 no, and it crushes it back down which now what you're in essence doing is you're restricting some sort of flow The, the energy that guy was talking about this kind of like blissful, wow, awe energy that we've both started to experience because I think everyone has had this. Maybe there's no words described this, but like whenever you do something that is outside of the nature of the way that you've always done things, it always kind of takes your breath away. You're like a little bit proud of yourself because you go, wow, I did that in a way that is even surprising to me. And so it almost feels like there is when we release the resistance of the thing and with awareness, just allow it to be there, right? So I'm watching fear be there. I'm not trying to fight fear. I'm not trying to make fear go away. I'm not trying to explain to fear why it doesn't need to be fearful. Right. It's right. fearful. It just is. Like, And I'm accepting it for how exactly it is in this moment. Awesome. You know what? Freak out. Have a freak out. Yep. Be worried about money. Be worried about moving. Be worried about this. Be worried about. And I just watch with love, like a little kid that's having this. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. I'm not going. Like shut the fuck up. Yes. I can think while you're yelling at me. And I think in doing that, what it is allowing for is this natural energy that we have just been blocking from ourselves from experiencing, to flow through. And it is that energy that creates this flow and momentum and gets you off of that other hamster wheel, quote unquote, that we've been on and allows you to kind of jump on this new wave where you really get to ride it. Uh, And, and like I said, there is no good or bad in life. It's just, I'll go back to the distinction that we heard a long time ago. It either works or doesn't work, (laughs) you know? and, And I think, I think we're all smart enough, especially, you who are listening to this right now, like you're all smart enough to know if this works for you or doesn't work for you. And you'll start to notice in the moments that life has brought you to opportunities and with enough awareness, you didn't go into the victim mode. You didn't go into like, why is this happening to me? You actually stepped up and realize that this is happening for you, and then you started to operate differently, that that opened up new pathways and doorways for you. Maybe that's what opened up a new relationship or a new business opportunity or new health, whatever it might be. So yeah, I'll just leave it at that. And um, I I will say this one final thing. So we are quickly coming up to our next two-day event. Which by the way, bro, today I got the hit that maybe we get to change it to intuitive heart versus intuitive mind.
1: It says intuitive mind plus heart on the page. But I think for your average person, if they hit the page and it says intuitive heart, they're like, I don't care about my heart. So they're like, I oh. just want my mind to work. <laughs> uh, I I haven't done that for that reason, but it definitely is the intuitive it is more of the intuitive heart for sure. Yeah. So um
0: because <laughs> really what we're giving you the experience of is an experience of really understanding the mind stopping to fight with mind and then just seeing how your natural body's abilities can start to heal yourself from the inside out. And I mean, like, I'm not talking about like heal a finger. I mean, like heal like 20 years worth of trauma that you've been trying to figure out in two days, like that level fucking two days, like in a 30 minute meditation that we, you know, it's, it's just really profound what can happen. So If if you've done a lot of the personal development work and you have a really robust understanding, like you've read the books and you've watched the videos, you've even worked with a coach or attended seminars, and yet you still find that there is this missing piece, okay? I think what Guy and I are realizing that we have developed and are continuing to develop a mastery in is bridging the gap from this mind-based personal development world into the experiential world of the heart and energetics and awareness, which you've read in books and you really want to feel that way, but it doesn't matter how many books you've read. Maybe you've had like a momentary glimpse of it, but you haven't been able to live in that place. You haven't been able to walk through your life in that grounded, peaceful state. You get hijacked a lot. You get angry or frustrated or whatever a lot, and you reach for other things. So at the two-day event, we help kind of bridge you into this whole other world of experience. So if you find yourself reading a lot and still seeking answers that haven't really come, do yourself a favor and grab that ticket. You can do that by going to intuitivemind.live, intuitivemind.live, and you can grab uh, that ticket. Prices are already at tier two. They're gonna go up to tier three. So save yourself a few hundred bucks and get in there now. And uh, again, I promise you like this will be unlike anything you've ever done, even if you've done a tremendous amount of personal development work. We had people in there that have been meditating for 40 years and worked with healers and shamans and plant medicine and, uh, that still say that two-day event was one of the most worthwhile experiences of their lives. So um, yeah, that's the invitation. I don't have any
1: experience. And I was going to say, if you're in a position where you just want to talk to somebody and ask some questions uh, before you buy your ticket, you want to learn if it's what we do here and if it aligns with uh, where you want to be, uh, you can also go to call, C-A-L-L, Satori, S-A-T-O-R-I dot com. And uh, you can talk to one of our concierge team members. They can uh, jump on a quick 15-minute phone call with you, answer your questions, and you can feel if it's a good fit for you. All right. We'll finish
0: it there, thank you guys. For listening, um, thank you for just being a part of our lives and being a part of this community, and most importantly, just being souls on a quest to not only find answers for yourself but also be able to transfer that level of transformation for your loved ones and communities and things like that. Because, um uh, Right now, that's what this world needs more than anything. Love, connection, acceptance, support. So if there's ever anything that we can do to help and support you, feel free to reach out. And until we see you on the next one, have an amazing rest of your week.
1: Love you guys. See you next time. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where Old Souls and Seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show, so if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing
1: week, dear one.